So the big question is this. How is it possible for opposites to not only attract, but have a successful marriage, to communicate more effectively, to have productive conflict, and truly understand one another? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. So get ready, because we're spilling all the tea. We are Aaron and Jessica Moore, and welcome to the Marriage Success Podcast. Host Jessica Moore. I am your other host, Aaron Moore. And we are just going to be talking about leadership. So, in our first episode, we are discussing leadership starts in the home. So, first off, husband, I just want to say... I'm just really happy to be embarking on this new journey with you and creating this podcast with you. So I'm just happy to to be here with you. I'm happy as well, my love. So let's go ahead and jump right into the subject. Leadership definitely starts in the home. I know a lot of times, like, especially in our business, like we work with different clients and things like that. And this is a really important subject to mention because a lot of times what goes on in our personal life trickles over into our business. And I know for us, we have definitely made a lot of mistakes. Amen. When it comes to just everything, just doing life. And it's a learning process, a growth process. So for me, leadership has always been important to me. Ever since I was a child, my mom has always put me in different activities and programs that focused a lot on leadership development. I was a junior police cadet when I was in about sixth grade. And then I also was a, I did patrolling the neighborhood, and something in Detroit called Angel Night, where well, we would ride around with the patrol lights, just making sure that all of the kids were safe and in their homes on Halloween night. So you want to go ahead and just talk a little bit about your leadership experience? Yes, I will do that. I know right now in life, being being an effective leader is very important. You know, as a man, a husband, and a father. Because one day I'm going to have to pass this down to my two boys. You know, also my daughter, just being able to uh, become a leader. And, you know, when they come out into this world. But for me growing up, leadership, you know, was practiced enough. You know, I'm the oldest out of my sibling and my cousin that I grew up with. So the oldest is going to be the leaders in a, in a certain situation of sort. And so when it came time for where, you know, my parents or my grandmother left the house, they always, you know, looked for me to be in charge and just to make sure that everybody's being good while they're gone. But also when it came down to, you know, me being at home myself, I was always shown... Just being able to follow direction with nobody was was not around, so I was able at an early age to get a key to the house and was always told, "All right, just just be good, don't do anything." And my parents at the time knew they could trust me with leaving me there and just come back and everything would be safe and sound. 
even, I even had a couple of leadership trainings with ROTC once I entered uh, high school. So. And we attended ROTC together. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> that was very fun times. And it's, it's interesting that you mentioned trust when it comes to leadership because I think that's something that is also really important when it comes to the integrity of a leader. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to follow anybody they don't trust, you know. And when I used to see you in ROTC, it's interesting that both of us were there, but for me it was more of a, a social opportunity than, <laughs> than actually learning the skills it took to be a leader. And I really admired your um, drive and persistence even through that program. Yeah, I guess at that point I had the look of a leader, but my mindset at that point was different as well because I was just in it for the PT time, which is, I guess, physical training. Anybody that's been on TC knows it has the point where you have to do the push-ups and sit-ups and mile run. At that time, I was uh, I was more interested in my physique other than the knowledge part of being a leader, so I guess we... We both had our own way of thinking at that time of what we wanted out of that uh, particular area in our life. But I think it's interesting that even though that was the case, we still learned skills that we needed. Yeah. And that's what I love about leadership and just like surrounding yourself in those programs and people who are leaders because at the end of the day, you're going to get something out of it. Yeah. So to move on to just talking about leadership in the home, I know we mentioned that at the beginning, just in our own lives. And and when I'm speaking now, I want to just speak from our home, the home that we created. What do you have to say just as far as like our journey to becoming better leaders? Any advice? Um, I know for me on my journey, I had to change some stuff up. You know, I was just consistent with staying this one person this whole time and not realizing that that's not really a good idea. So I know we did a lot of investing in our marriage. Every year we do something to invest in our marriage, whether that's a retreat or a event program like something that had to do with marriage so that we don't you know lean on to just our own understanding but I do know at the same time we have crossed paths with people who didn't necessarily know how to meet us where we were so what, what would you have to say you know as far as I know we went through that together what is your take on that when it comes to people just Wanted to identify who they should be following. Well, no, for the first part, all advice is not good advice. Yeah. And so, with that being said, we did, you know, first year of marriage was, it was a struggle. And so, you know, we had to learn to, you know, let go of the beliefs that we had at that time. So, in order to learn something new, we had to, you know, Say what we, what we were doing at the time. And so and while doing that, some of the advice we did get was good. Some was bad. 
but we had to go in and decode the good out of the bad and we had to continue to move forward. And so we did continue to invest in ourselves, go to different groups, from you know, different people, what it meant to lead and be an effective leader and take that in and, and practice it for ourselves. Yeah, well, I think that we can wrap it up here because today I just wanted to kind of just come in and just introduce us, introduce what's important to us. And just to wrap up and sum it up with leadership starting from the home, the main thing that I want people to take away is in order to be a good leader, you have to be willing to be teachable and be willing to be a good follower of good advice. And then also just starting with your family, starting with what you are and understanding that it's okay to not have it all together. It's okay to not be perfect and just starting with where where you are. Did you want to add anything to that? Yes, I think you just touched on it, but you know, sometimes the teacher has to become the student. Mm, so that was a that's good a good one. thing to remember there. When you become a leader, you are the, you are the teacher. But when it comes to a, a certain day where, you know, the lesson you make, the lesson you're teaching might have become outdated. And so there's going to be a point in time where you have to step back and relearn that lesson on an updated version so then you can become a more effective leader. So... There will be a time when you, you will step out of the teaching position and become a student so you can get back into the teaching position and teach more effectively. That actually made me think about our current coaching program that we are in and how our coach said in the beginning, actually, this is the first week when he said you have to have a teachability. And so when we are kids, a lot of times... As a child, you're able to be led. You're able to be taught. But the older we get, the more we think we know it all. And it makes it hard to be coachable or teachable because we have our own set of standards and our own set of ways of doing things. I know it's a lot easier for me than you, but I know you kind of struggled with that in the beginning as far as letting go of certain things that we thought was the way we should be doing something and embracing something different. So what what do you have to say, like, as far as even with that comment of understanding what your teachability index is? Uh, Most definitely. I did struggle with change. Because for me, I had lived in an environment where there wasn't, really any change going on was it there was no updated version it was always okay you're going to do this you're going to do that then it's on auto repeat and so it was hard to be a leader for me because I stuck myself on auto repeat with what I was taught and what I had to understand was what I was taught is not going to work for this day and age the world changes, we have to change. It's a continuous changing process. So I had to learn to take my mind out of that autopilot for repeat and switch it to, okay, you're going to have to do some manual work here. There's going to be some change that has to happen so you can become better.
So I know that you recently read the book, Who Moved My Cheese. I think that's really important, especially in a time that we are in now. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I haven't actually read the whole book, and I know you already have. How can that relate to this conversation that we have in today? Okay. Yes, Who Moved My Cheese is an awesome book, and you can go buy that book. It is it's a very simple read. It's, it's very understandable. But in the book, it talks about two groups of people. Both groups, each day they went out, and they were tasked with finding the cheese, but it was in a maze. Don't tell them the whole story now. Okay, well, Just tell well, me why it's important. Well, it's important <laughs> because it, it shows what happens when you stay stuck in one mindset, and then it shows what happens when you learn to accept change and knowing that it's going to happen regardless. And it shows just the different moves that people make when they accept change and they change or they stay the same and don't change. It's a big difference. Wow. So, yeah, I look forward to reading that book. I just watched the book summary. I do have it on my list for 2021. Haven't got around to it yet, but yeah, I just I just wanted to add that in. So, we could go ahead and wrap up right here and we will see you all in the next podcast. Bye. See you guys later. Would you like to start taking steps to a successful marriage in as little as 10 minutes per week? If so, visit marriagesuccesspodcast.com for all of our tools and resources.